Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcasts, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in R-O-T-R in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Cole Brocato, Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. I have a story for you and I have a question from your end on the story and how you would react. So I'm leaving the gym, hey, the, I'm leaving the, gym the other day and I see this couple walking down the road, okay? Then I see these two guys get out of their car who are getting ready to go into the gym and the guy in this couple walks up to him and talks to him, says something to him. I'm not sure what it is, and um, then walks past. Then walks past him. So I'm pulling out of the gym and I'm getting ready to turn on the road. And this guy comes up to my truck. He weighs me down. He comes up to my truck, and he says, "Hey, man." He said, "If you could do me a huge favor," he said, my, "Me and my wife's car just broke down down the road, and or I think he said they ran out of fuel." So he said, uh, we ran out of fuel and we're on the way to pick up my daughter. And he named the school that she's at. And he said, <laughs> and he said, uh, she's there. And all I got to do is get, or I'm, we're supposed to pick her up in 15 minutes. And all I got to do is get to the school. And I just told him, I said, I'd really rather not, man. And he goes, all right, no big deal, whatever. And then he steps then he steps away from my truck and he just yells, fucking pussies around here. 
So apparently I'm not the only, apparently the other guy that was in the other car turned him down also. So my, you're already shaking your head. No. So I'm assuming you would have done the same thing that I did or, or I could imagine you, if he was flagging you down, you would have just gassed it. (laughs) There, there, there are, there's only one type of adult in this world that runs out of gas. A crackhead. No, you can't have a ride. Sorry. <laughs> and now look, my heart hurts. If there really was a kid involved, my yeah. heart hurts for the child. Well, but no, my th- you can't have a ride. But my thought in the moment get is... Get together. Get your shit together. Put two gallons of gas in your <clears throat> fucking car and go pick up your kid. No, you can't have a ride. But my thought in the instance is, okay, so if you really ran out of gas, you're not asking me to take you to the gas station to get gas to take to your car. You're asking me to take you to the school to pick up your kid. Then what are you going to do? You oh, par- you got to take them everywhere. Now you're responsible for that child. Exactly. Yeah. Now I got to pick up a child and take the kid with me too. I, I'm not. Yeah, that's not happening. Here, and here, here's the fucked up part. You say you you do the good Samaritan. You're the de- you you do the good deed. You take this guy to go pick up his kid. Now this kid is in your car. If something happens to that kid, you're responsible. Yeah. You get in an accident, anything, you're right. responsible. Right. Not the dipshit who didn't have fucking $2 to right. go get the kid. Right. Let me tell you how many times I've run out of gas in my life. Big donut hole. Fucking zero. And I've been, dude, I've been there. I've, you know, taken my change to a grocery store to get it cashed and living off change and living off bean burritos and I've never run out of gas, man. I've had enough gas to get me where I was going and back. Yeah. Never even come close. It's never come up. Because even when I was a fuck up, I was responsible enough to know that if I needed to get somewhere, I wasn't going to break down on the side of the road and be like, excuse me, you fucking pussy. Can I have a ride? Or are you a fucking pussy? <laughs> like, come on. No. Not, so, a, not in a million years. Yeah. Man. So I don't and know. I, how, like, I'm I don't a know compassionate how person, but. I don't know how yeah. their story ended. Especially um, out where you live. I think this is an important distinction to make here. <laughs> what kind of a shack in the woods is that guy going to take you to after he takes you hostage? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I guess it's possible. Very possible. Yeah. I've never been that type of person, though, and it probably, I don't know that if it makes me a bad person. I'm just not... You know, I don't know, man. Even like if there's somebody on the side of the road broken down with the hood up and smoke's coming out of their car, like I'm not the guy that's going to pull over and and try to help. I, I It made me, like I said, it made me, me a bad person. I don't know, but you just never, you know what? You never know what the situation is. Look, you're correct. Correct. Look, man, I'll give you a bottle of water. I'll give you food. I'll give you some money. You're not getting in my car. <laughs> That's not, you just ask me for, that guy could have, like, if, if I would have, if I was you and I'm in this situation, I wouldn't have offered it, but it'd be like, well, do you have like a couple bucks? I'm like, yeah, here. Right. You're not getting in my car. I'll give you a couple bucks. I don't care. Right. That way I never have to see you again. And my head doesn't have to be mounted on your wall <laughs> when the fucking news and the police come and my family has to see me mounted on your fucking, no, not a fucking chance. Yeah. You, do you? I don't know if you remember this, but you listened to the Rizzuto show when Jeff Burton was on it, right? Yeah. Did you ever hear the running gag about how he would always pick up hitchhikers? Yeah, 
and everybody yeah, told him, dude, you have to stop. Yeah. <clears throat> how much of that do you think was a bit for the radio and how much do you like how much of that was real? Do you really think he he strikes me as the guy that would? I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did. Not in a million years. I've never. Let me think about this. I've never picked up a hitchhiker and I've never been with anyone that's picked up a hitchhiker. I don't think I have I think. either. Yeah. Speaking of which, you don't see hitchhikers much these days. I see them every once in a while, but not really. Not not much. I feel like when I was younger, you saw them a lot. Do you know why? Because you- it's 2023 and everyone has a phone and everyone has their resources to get where they need to go. Call a fucking Uber. Panhandle for two hours. Get yourself an Uber ride to wherever you need to go. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a shithead. Am I being insensitive? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you're, I mean, I think our minds are in line with each other. I mean, yeah, if you're a stranger, you're not getting in my car. Yeah. Not a chance. Yeah. Don't think of it. I had that happen to me fairly recently. It wasn't, can you give me a ride? It was, uh, I think it was like, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm at a gas station and this dude, I'm standing at the pump pumping gas. Thankfully, I wasn't sitting in my car. So I was like aware of my surroundings. But this dude came up and he was like, hey, man, uh, can I use your phone? I was like, oh, I don't, you know, you know, I don't have it. Like, that's what I said. Like, I was just didn't know what to say. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you don't have your phone? I'm like, no. He's like, hey, will you come inside and ask the people if you can use their phone? They won't let me use it. And I'm like. <laughs> No, man, I don't feel comfortable with that either. <laughs> they pro- they <laughs> probably like, have good reason. I mean. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't want them to know. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't mm. want them to think we're friends, bro. Yeah. Like, I think it was, a, it was a racial thing. I'm not going to lie. I think it was a racial thing. Well, I, I felt I, bad. Probably probably about a year ago, I went into a store. Um, it, it was at a gas station, but it, I wasn't getting gas. I, I parked. I went in. I came back out, and this guy who was on a bike came up to me. And he asked me, he didn't ask me for money. Always a good sign when they're on a bike. Yeah, he didn't ask me for money or anything. I don't think. Well, something happened where he asked me about getting a phone, like a track phone at Walmart. And he told me that he didn't have anything to give me in return besides a pocket knife that his dad had given him a long time ago or something. And I'm thinking, for a second, or a split second, I'm thinking, if I say no, is he going to pull that knife out? Yep. You're getting, you're getting shanked. <laughs> so, I, I, mean, I, I, I told him, I said, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And I told him, I don't have any cash on me either, which I literally didn't. And uh, he just said, okay, and walked away. But I, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Because I walked away from it kind of feeling like he was being sincere about the whole situation. You just you just never know. You never know what the how how the situation is going to end. Well, it sounds like this happens a lot in your area. Sometimes, luckily, it doesn't so happen like, to me a lot. What is considered to be your town, like the town. Mm-hmm. So, like you leave your house to go to town. That's uh-huh. a common saying. 
for you, right? Like we're gonna go into town. I'm not. Right? I'm. I'm not Amish. What? What do you? I've been to your house, bro. There's nothing around you, so you have to get in the car and you have to drive a good ways to get to. I'm. I'm. I'm a good 15, 20 minutes away from town. Whoop. Town. Right. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. But we. It's safe to assume, and I'm. I'm just asking. Well, let me. I'm assuming, but I'll ask. The town that's going to be like a lower economic, lower income area. Yes. Uh, not necessarily. Poorer, I mean, poorer folks. Yes. No, I mean not really. I I don't know. No. What do you What do you mean by poorer folks? I'm confused. They don't have money. Well, I understand what poor means. I'm saying <laughs> I don't. What do you mean? I mean, like, town for me is literally, like, where everything's at. Like, Walmart know, and McDonald's. But typically the people and... you're going to see in that town. Well, no, because that's everybody around be lower... me. That's everybody, like, in the towns around me. I wouldn't yeah. say that anybody's poor. Hmm. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, you tend to, <laughs> I'm confused. You tend to see this stuff in lower income areas. That's my point. Okay. You know? Okay. So, like, when my wife and I, before we were even engaged, even, we lived, we lived, uh, you know, we lived very modestly in a uh, lower income area, if you will. Um, We were one of two white households on our entire street. Not saying that means anything, but I'm trying to build you some context here. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know. In that area, we saw it a lot. Saw it a lot. This was our first place that we had together. <laughs> this was this place. But you saw it a lot. And I'm not, I'm not saying it, it could it could have been anyone. It wasn't just, you know, I'm not saying a specific group of people did it. I'm just saying you saw it a lot. So that's why I'm saying that. And the thing recently that happened at the gas station, the gas station thing that happened here, it happened in an area, honestly, where I would never. But that's the thing. In 2023, in in the city that I live in, you see panhandling, you see all this stuff everywhere. And I see guys that fucking sit on the side of the road with signs trying to get money. I'm like, bro, you have Jordans on. Yeah. What are you what are you doing? Yeah. Now maybe you are homeless. Maybe, maybe like fine, but I see something on your feet. Right. That'll get you a few fucking meals. Yeah, there. I mean, there's. Let me just tell you, that. there's a lot of that that goes on around here in in all the towns around me, like people standing at corners and stuff like that. Um, and there was there's actually a story that's gone around quite a bit about uh, a family who was sitting at a corner in a town near me for weeks upon weeks, and a guy who owns a a company nearby went up to them and handed them a a whole stack of flyers and said, I will pay you this amount of money per hour. I think it was like $15 an hour or something like that just to hand out these flyers. Okay. Trying to give them some, you know, something to make some money with, uh, within an hour, they had just walked the flyers back in his, his company and set them on the table and walked back to the stop sign. So what happened? I mean, that was it. Like he, I mean, he didn't pay them anything because they, they would rather sit at the corner and beg for money than actually do anything to try to make any money. But they're also probably making more money. They're probably, huh? 
All they had to do was hand out flyers. Yeah. You think they were making $15 an hour panhandling? Probably. Those are some generous people driving by them. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. You know, it's a a conscience thing for a lot of people, you know, and that's the thing too, is like, you know, the assumption is always going to be, well, they're just going to buy drugs with it or they're going to buy liquor or they're going to buy smokes or whatever. But you know, if you give them five bucks, why why do I care? If you give them five bucks and you drive away, let it be that you gave them five bucks to help them out in whatever situation they're, they want to use that five bucks for. Yeah. They clearly need something. Yeah. I don't have to help them, but if I do, if it means I'm helping them get whatever it is they want, forget it, forget about needing. If they're a drug addict, they need their fix, right? If they're an alcoholic, they need a drink. Fine, but they still want it. So if I'm feeling generous enough to give them anything, I help them get what they want. I help them get what they need. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not the enabler. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? They are the enabler. Right. You know? Um. Yeah, dude, it's it's weird. It's weird. Did you ever see any of those videos? I think it was Chris Long from the Rams when he played for the Rams. You, you know, um, went to like a homeless encampment and kind of posed as being homeless just to see, like, live the life and see how he would be treated by people, so on uh, and so forth. Uh-uh. It's very interesting. I I don't want to find the video because that's just a bummer. And I think, <laughs> <laughs> um, look it up later. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I mean that's happened on quite a few. There are quite a few people that have done that. Um, but even being homeless now in 2023, it's it's a little bit different, you know, a little bit different than it used to be. I'm not saying it doesn't suck. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just you have you have a bit. <laughs> how how weird is this? You have resources, yet still being homeless. You don't have a home. Like I've seen homeless people with phones. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have access to the world, right? Yeah. I guess is my point. But I don't know. It's very, very strange. Very strange. And it is a bummer. And I do feel bad. But like the guy that you were talking about, no, you're not getting in my car. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You know, they're just, you have to draw the line somewhere. That's where I draw the line. No, 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 no. Nowhere in my personal space. Sorry. Right. So how, uh, how pumped are you for the, uh, the home opener here this weekend, the soccer home opener? I, I'm more excited now than I would have been a year ago. I know. That's why I am. (laughs) Now that I know a little bit, you know. Have have a little bit more information on, I mean, the game of soccer in general, but also I I enjoy it more now, so I'm I, I'm I'm pretty pump, pump pretty You're pumped welcome. for it. Did I uh did I hear that it's sold out already? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We've talked about yeah. you know how pumped St. Louis would be to have a soccer team and and a stadium and all that kind of stuff. And I, it's not that I didn't believe it. I just didn't. No, because I'm not around, you know, I'm not in St. Louis very often. But to hear that, that's pretty crazy. Dude, the stadium is beautiful. Is it? Yeah, have you been have you yeah, been yeah. inside? Yeah. So the first game of the World Cup for the US, my wife and I went to this little bar 
Um, they open up this little bar to watch the game. Um, they have several bars in the stadium, but it was this, it's this it's a smaller one. And, and keep in mind, this is back in November, so there wasn't a lot going on at the stadium yet. Like mm-hmm. they're still clearly getting things together. But we went there uh, just to check it out. We didn't end up watching the game there. We went somewhere else, but um, went there, had a beer at 10 a.m. Um, but walked, you know, walked around. You could, they didn't let you go in, in, but they let you go far enough to view, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful fucking place, man. And like everything around it, you know, that area is going to improve. It's, it's already been improving, but Midtown is just going to be jumping, dude. Um, with the additions of the new pubs. And restaurants and the ones that are there have sort of been like, oh, wow, this is going to boost our business big time. You know, like Maggie O'Brien's remodeled their entire place. It doesn't even look like the same place. Wow. It used to be a rundown Irish pub. It's been there forever. My parents would go there every Friday. But now it looks like something's happening. Like it looks (laughs) like, oh, yeah, this is revitalized. Something's going on. Yeah. I'm excited, man. And I, you know, we don't have to get into this too much and I don't want to, because honestly I'm exhausted of it, but you know, back around the time when they were lobbying for getting the team here and they put the ownership group together that was working with the city to get them here, there were tons of people, well, tons of woke ass people that were like, we don't want that because it's gentrifying the area. This and that, like, like, like I, That's fine. If you want to feel that way, I don't buy into that because that, that stadium, that team, that business is going to create so many opportunities right. in that yeah. area. Now, look, is it creating opportunities for everyone? Perhaps not, but the opportunities there, if you want it, go ahead and try and get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and also all the money that it's bringing into St. Louis. Tons of money. Tons of money, but that's what I'm saying. You, you know, all the jobs that it's created, you know, I, I, that's why I never really, I don't buy into something like that being gentrification. You know, if put another fucking Starbucks somewhere, yeah, fine. Call that gentrification, whatever. You put another Walmart somewhere, you put another fucking, well, Walmart's not really gentrification. Walmart's Walmart, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but also I understand why people are upset because you, 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 you limit all of these opportunities to a specific area. You know, you have, you have, you have zones where things can happen and you don't go that far that way. You don't go that far. You don't go that far North. You don't go that far South. And that's always been the problem with St. Louis. Yeah. You know, things aren't expanding that far North because, you know, North St. Louis is, a disaster. And so from that aspect, I understand. But think about those people that live north of the stadium. Think of the jobs it's creating for the people that live over there because there's nothing over there. Right. You want to work at a gas station or do you want to be a vendor at a soccer stadium? Do you want to work, I don't know, at a fucking gas station? Because what else is in <laughs> St. Louis? Or do you want to fucking, you know, be a parking lot attendant and make $15 an hour? Right. I might be making that number up. They might make less, but 
not that tough of a gig. Right. And you get to be around the energy and the excitement. Soccer may not be your sport, but you get to be, I don't know, man. You know, St. Louis is one of those cities where, aside from the Rams leaving, sports brings the community together. And that's why I, you know, you know me, man. I love all sports for the most part. So glad we have a soccer team. I'm a huge soccer fan. I want an NBA team too. I'm selfish. I want it all. Be awesome. I'm glad we have the XFL. As much as I joke, I'm glad the Battlehawks are back. I want an NBA team too. I think having a professional basketball team here would work wonders if it stayed. If it came right. here, it was an expansion team, and it built to be, you know, the third best. You know, battling the soccer team to be the third best sports franchise in the city. It would work wonders for race relations and and just overall community like civic civic like you know uh i don't know civic um sort i'm looking for camaraderie i don't know if that's not probably not the best way of describing it but it would work wonders for those things i think could be wrong but you know i know people that live um i have family that lives in in atlanta i have friends that live in atlanta and you know they were threatening to move the hawks out of there it's been for well, honestly, for the last ten years, um, ownership has been toying with the idea of leaving, and people don't want that because Atlanta is one of those cities where they really rely on the culture of the music and the sports and the entertainment to bring people together. Because we are talking about Georgia, yeah, not much going on in Georgia other than Atlanta. No offense, there's the university and there's Atlanta, so. I just think it would it would do well here. I you know I could be wrong, but I don't know. Did you see what the projected number is for attendance for the home opener of the Battle Hawks game? No, did they release that? Thirty two thousand. Huh? Thirty two thousand. No way. Yeah. Because all the other franchises have not shown up. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. The, the, so, like, the, there are the, already thirty-two thousand tickets sold. I don't. I don't know. The, all I've seen is the projected number is thirty-two thousand, and the home opener in twenty twenty was they brought in twenty-nine thousand. Did they really? Yeah. In a fucking warehouse that holds eighty thousand. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, but they did. God, but but they have place. opened up the upper. I guess the three hundred section is what they're what it's called. But the they originally weren't going to open up the upper section, and now they're having to. That's great, man. Did you see? Because some of the some of the games whew, attendance was just dismal, well, just bad. Did you see the Vegas Vipers football field? Uh, it's a high was school. That the it's, last game that happened. It was a, like a couple days ago. Uh, no, it was last weekend, I think. Okay, then no. But it, it it's basically a high school football field. It's got stands on both <laughs> sides. I'm not kidding. It's got stands on both sides. That's one of those things like, hey, maybe we didn't think this out fully, but fuck it. I mean, I guess, but I don't know how you have some teams like, I mean, at least St. Louis is playing in the Dome. I know you hate the Dome, but still, I mean, that, that compared to a high school football field out in the middle of the desert, 
and it was like pouring down rain during the last game when they're playing against uh, the DC defenders. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I found out that Tiamu is still in the XFL. I had no idea. Oh, dude, this is just like a big high school stadium in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. Hold on. I'm going to open it. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, but it's not terrible, though. Right? Hold uh, on. Let me get a good picture. I mean, if you look at the other stadiums, I would say it's not great. No? Like, Orlando's is pretty awesome. And they had pretty good attendance, too. I think they had, like, the second, I don't know, first really? or second largest attendance. Yeah. I think Ve- I think Vegas's uh state or pl- the where they play only holds like 9,000 people at the most. Vegas Vipers of XFL to play home games at Cashman Field. Yeah. No, that's not it. That's a baseball stadium. Hold on. Oh no, that's... Why is the XFL keeping this a secret from us? Wait, do they play at UNLV? They don't play at UNLV, do they? I don't know. No, no they don't. That was a story. See, I'm getting failed. I'm getting fooled by fake news. Fake news is that. Is there really no fucking pictures of this place? There's gotta be. Vegas Vibers possibly playing at a high school football stadium. We're just gonna watch this for the fun of it. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> I am curious to kn- to see if uh Dwayne Johnson shows up in St. Louis for the home opener. I would Doubtful. S- I would and also, say, I can, would, can, can you just call him The Rock, please? Well, I was going to, but then I thought you would make fun of me because I just keep calling him The Rock. That's what he is. Who are you, Vince McMahon? Excuse me, Dwayne. <laughs> Fuck, just call him The Rock. <laughs> oh, they play at Bishop Gorman? Maybe. Wow. Yeah, that's what it is. So Bishop Gorman is a really like nation, like national football powerhouse. Did you ever watch uh, QB One on Netflix? I think I think so. Like Justin Fields was on it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So there was there was a season that had a dude named Tate Martell. Okay, he was supposed to go to Ohio State, and he ended up going to Miami, and then he failed out of that. He played a Bishop Gorman. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm I'm done searching. Like the internet does not want me to. <laughs> It's a, it's a conspiracy, so fuck them. <laughs> that was stressful. Anyway, well, good for good for the people of St. Louis for showing up. The rules still do apply. I'm not going to repeat them. <laughs> You're going to be there. If there's anybody doing that, you better send me a video. Okay. And I will show up at their houses. I guarantee you it will be happening. So lame. So lame. Just saying, I guarantee. I'm guaranteed. Oh, I see people posting it on Twitter every day. Cronky this, cronky that. What when? when? <laughs> this is a this is a random question, and I know you're going to agree with me that it would never happen. But just curious, do you think that the way that soccer is done, that other sports could do the same thing as far as like teams moving up and down? What do you mean? Oh, oh, uh, it's interesting, right? Yeah, I feel if there. Let me say this. If, if if there is a sport that has the infrastructure to do it, it will be Major League Baseball. That makes more sense, especially because of how many teams there are. Like, there's a lot more teams. But also, in the... every club has a minor league club. Yeah, and true. then you have yeah, yeah, lower level, lower level, lower level. Yeah. So it's 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 constructed the same way. 
Yeah. Whereas the NFL, you don't have that. Right. The NBA, you do. But the problem is, is like, if you're in the G League in the NBA, it's it's everyone for themselves. Like, it's like, how do I get to the NBA? It's not like I want my team to win. Right. Like, no one fucking like. Whereas you know, if you're on a good team, I mean, here's the thing: in minor league baseball, you have one or two guys that are gonna that are gonna get the call typically. Yeah. And some teams don't have any. Yeah. And the rest of those guys are like, well, I'm playing for a championship. I'm making 500 bucks a week and I'm playing for a championship, you know? Right. You could, you could do it. It'd be, uh, I mean, baseball would be interesting, but here's the thing. How well does that team do against the payrolls of the New York Yankees, the New York Mets, the fucking, you know, like the Dodgers. Right. I don't know. You could have, you could put, (laughs) I mean, but here's the thing. Once they get up, that team could start making moves, bring in some free agents, draft players, do what they do. You never know. I mean, it, it, you know, if, if it's nothing else, it's business. That would be a pretty cool addition to, be cool. to all that. I mean, it's one of the cool things about the Premier League and in, in, in soccer and football. Football. I, I got to be appropriate here. Um, it's one of the cool things about that. It's, frustrating to learn about if you don't follow it and somebody's trying to explain it to you for the first time. But think of how exciting it is for the fans. It gives them something to look forward to. Yeah. You know, you know that even if your team is bad, they can be just good enough to get your hopes up. <laughs> right? Oh, like, Which is, like the, I, like for the me, Cleveland that's exciting. Browns, it's like being saying. a Cleveland Browns fan. <laughs> I was just going to say that. It's like we were in the, I remember week 14 it's like in the hunt. And then I, I'm like watching sports center and it says in the hunt. I'm like, we're not in the fucking hunt. You know what has to happen for us to get into the, a team that literally has to die in a plane <laughs> for, for us to get it. Like, what are they talking about in the hunt? The dolphins needed to die in a plane crash for us to get into the playoff. Um, yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be, let me, well, hockey, the, I mean, you could do it in hockey too, because you have the AHL, the ECL, ECHL. Eh, I don't yeah, know. and as much as they're moving players around in, the, in hockey too, like up and down, and yeah, yeah. The, the reason why I asked that original question is because I seen something random on Facebook that said it would be cool if they did that with the NFL and the XFL, to where like if the pers- the team that won the championship in the XFL, I know it would never happen. I'm just saying. That if the team that won the championship in the XFL played against in the team that had the worst record in the NFL that same year, and it was a matter of moving up or down from the XFL to the NFL, and that NFL team moving down to the XFL, I just, I thought it was a cool idea. I know it would never happen, but who had the worst record in the NFL? I think it was the Texans. Didn't they only have like two wins, one or two wins? It was the Bears. Really? The Texans had the Bears went the Bears went three and fourteen. How many did the, the Texans did... were three and thirteen and one? Oh, so technically so speaking, high. so technically they had one less loss. <laughs> correct. Now let me just say this. I mean, no disrespect to any team in the XFL. <laughs> I know, I get it. 
Justin Fields is going to light your ass up. <laughs> All of you. I so I ain't it. even trying to hear it. I get it. Now, I'm biased. I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm backing up my Ohio State guy, but he will light them the fuck up. <laughs> and also, the Bears have a pretty decent defense. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's about, dude, again, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd be interested to see. This would also have to be like a year, a years down the road thing, just so like the XFL develops and these teams develop. Like, because just in the first few weeks, like all these teams are very slow, which I expected. I expected this, you know, I I don't know. It's, it's basically, I don't know. Some teams are, it's like, like not even as good as a college team to me. I, I, I don't know, but. Well, that's been the argument too. Like people have tried to do that. Like take the, you know, the national champion and put them against, you know, for many years, the Jaguars were terrible, terrible, terrible. Put them yeah. against, the, you know, Alabama. Could Alabama beat the Jaguars? Right. For a while there, I was like, oh shit, maybe. <laughs> Fucking maybe, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I hope the XFL does well, and I hope it sticks around. I mean, I still think some of the fucking rules are fucking goofy, like, but whatever. They're trying to be different. They're trying to, you know, they're trying. I mean, they're trying to make their own mark and good for them. But it's at some point you got to go. If we stray too far from the path of what people know as football, do we alienate people that just want to watch football? Now the common argument to that is, what do you what what do you think you're watching? It's football. Yeah, it might not be football at the level you want to watch it because you're a Cowboys fan or you're a Patriots fan, right. but it's football. You know. Yeah, but like, I, I always but get but asked I think like, for now, what do you like college football or NFL better, right? Yeah, I like college football better, but it's an atmosphere thing. It's a it's a competition thing. Right. Now, I love football though. I'll watch the Texans and Bears play. Yeah. Those two if those two play each other next year, week one of the season, and it's on, I'll put I'll put it on. I'm watching. Yeah. You know? So what were you gonna say? I cut you off. I, my bad. Uh I don't remember. It's gone now. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, I mean I'm 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 pumped for, for the XFL. Um but no, I, I think I was gonna say uh as far as the rules go, I know you said they got some wack, wacky rules, and I know probably the biggest rule that you don't like is that whole fourth and fifteen rule at the end. Stupid. So for anybody who doesn't know in the XFL, if in the fourth quarter, if you are tra- if you are tied or trailing, if you you can score, you can score a touchdown, and then in, you can either go for the onside kick or you can choose to go for a fourth and fifteen. Which means that if you get that fourth and fifteen, now you're on a or you have to start at your twenty-five yard line for that. And if you get that fourth and fifteen, now you've got a first down again, and you're you you're marching down the field again, and you can score again. Which the Battlehawks yeah. won the fir- their first game <clears throat> by doing that. Right, right. Uh, I think it's kind of cool, and the reason why is because it makes the team that's winning have to hold on to that in the final in the final moments of the game. Now, but how is a now, team that's winning now, not sh- doing that without that rule? Mm, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. So the standard football rules as we know them, how is the team that's winning not already doing that? I guess is my question. 
I don't know. I mean, I What's guess, the I alternative? Makes, I guess it makes sense. Is what I'm asking you. I don't know that there is one. So back up your statement. Why? Why do you think it gives them the incentive to play harder, any harder than they would have? So, so okay. You're 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 on the Vipers. I'm on the Battlehawks. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm up two, two three points. I'm up three points in the fourth quarter. You march down the field. You score. I'm sorry. You kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. You have the option of onside kick, or let me go for this fourth fifteen, get the ball back, and just go ahead and win the game. So me being on the Battlehawks, how do I play any differently? Whether so let me ask you this. Are you assuming that there's not enough time I, left? Well, I, I, I see what you're saying. You're basically saying the defense is going to be on the field one way or the other. So, Correct. So what gives the... Okay, I, I, I get what you're saying. I guess that makes sense. I mean, does it make it exciting and give it some sort of... Because let, let's be honest. How often do onside kicks work? Not very often. It's kind of a, an unglorious part of football. Right. It's exciting sometimes, but they don't work often. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I want to get rid of kicking in football altogether. I don't want kickoffs. I don't want field goals. I want no part of the fucking foot touching the ball. So how do you? How do you? I don't want how punts. Do you, how do you do it without kickoffs? Throw the motherfucker. <laughs> Just throw throw Old the ball. School, throw playground the, style. Throw the ball throw seventy it. yards. <laughs> Why does it have to go seventy yards? Are you going to shorten the field? To do no. that, get a motherfucker that's got a cannon for an arm to fucking chuck that thing sixty yards. Give it some hang time, and let's fucking go. What are you crazy, dude? The kickoffs are so meaningless now. They always end up in the back of the end zone. It's always a touchback. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit part of the fucking game. It's dumb, yeah. and I'm done with teams winning by field goal. I'm sick of it. This Super Bowl. Now I love this past Super Bowl. I, I loved it. It was I a know. great game. Yeah. It was a great game. Yeah. I understand what the Chiefs did was completely legal. It's a part of the game. At the same time, some bitch shit. It's some bitch Bush League shit. Fucking score and play defense. You say you're better than the fucking Eagles. You say you're better than Jalen Hurts. Give him the ball back and prove it. I'm tired of fucking Super Bowls being won by field goals, man. I just, dude, I've felt this way since I was a kid. I'm okay, not gonna lie. Okay, but so, but I, I don't know. For for that to be to feel real, it would have to be what you're saying, and you would have to take field goals completely out of the game, 100. percent Yes, all all, 100%. all across the board. Goodbye. No punts, no field goals, no onside kicks. So what nothing. do you what do you, what do you think about the XFL's uh, uh, point conversion system? So instead of kicking field goals, they don't kick field goals after a touchdown. You go right. for one point from the one yard line, two points from the five yard line, and three points from the ten yard line. I I like that because it's eliminating the field goal. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Okay. I don't like giving the team the ball. I don't like giving the ball back to the quarterback and the offense. Yeah. After they score. I'm not into that. Especially when it's crunch time. Yeah. You want to like 
try to fucking run up the score in the beginning of the game and see how that goes for you. I might be okay with that, but come on. Yeah. We, I'm totally serious. No more kicking. Period. <laughs> Send these fun fucking punters and kickers home. We don't need you. <laughs> Goodbye. They need to do that in the XFL anyways, because the dude, there's been so many missed field goals in the XFL already. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, gun to your head, could you kick a 20-yard field goal? I don't tomorrow. Know. I don't I don't think so. I could. Could you? Yeah. No warm-ups. I could do it. Wow. Yeah. I don't I've never tried to kick one. So I so there's that I have that going for me. <laughs> I mean, I've never done got a lot against you. <laughs> Can you do you have the athleticism to kick? I think so. Yeah, that's a, that's not a good answer. That's oh, that's a I no, I don't think so, but I'm gonna say I think so. Uh I think I could. 20, 20 yards? Yeah, I could. I think I could. Okay. I would like to test this. It would be a chip shot. It would be a chip shot. I would like to test out this theory at some point. Let's <laughs> with, do it. With video. Let's do it. Can I, I don't, I'm not going to warm up. Like, I'm not going to kick one, but I want to stretch. I'm going to have to stretch. Dude, I took my son. This has been a few months now, but when it was when, still nice outside, you know, so fall. I took him to this park and it was open field and I had, we had a soccer ball, you know, and I, you know, he started running. This is back when he didn't still like, wouldn't listen. He would just beeline it to whatever he saw. And he was probably a good eh, 20, 25 yards away from me. And I booted the ball dude. The next day, my hip <laughs> and my upper leg just was it's one, one kick, dude, one like I'm gonna put a little bit in this, right? Yeah. My hip and my leg were so sore. I was like, "What the fuck is happening to me?" We uh, oh, well. quite a few years ago, we had an alumni game at my school where just a bunch of yeah. alumni came back and played, and it was just like a hundred. No basketball. <clears throat> um, okay. and it was just like a hundred minute running clock or whatever, and they just kind of sub people throughout as the it was going on, and for the next three days muscles hurt on me that I have not, I didn't even know existed. It was, Oh yeah. It was, like, it was rough. If I go to the batting cages. Yeah. I'm hurting still like three, four days later. Yeah. Cause there's so, and it's my fault partly because I don't stretch out rarely at all. And I need to, cause I actually want to go soon. Um, but, uh, you know, there's so much torque that you put into that and like the motion you like, it's not a natural motion for your body to be doing anyway, yeah. really. Like, right. So if you just do it out of the blue, your body's gonna be like, Whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. I remember the last time I went, like, I was like, I was like, why is my neck sore? <laughs> I don't use my neck. I mean, no, I don't, my head, you know, you keep your head straight. Like, why is my neck sore? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm sure it would be the same way like if I went to a driving range right now. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, man. Sore like, as fuck. Yeah, your lower back from that twist would be rough for a while. Probably not me because I'm terrible at golf. I haven't played golf in a long time. I've never played. I've been to the driving range. Yeah. 
which if you go with a group and you drink and you kind of just make it a thing, like it's okay. But the game of golf, just I was laying in bed last night, um, laying in bed with my wife, and there are a bunch of commercials on for the. I think it's the Players Championship is coming up. Okay, one of the golf tournaments, and they put uh, I can't remember what song they put to it, a hip hop song, and I just looked over to it because I my wife does not like golf. She did. I get. I guess she. She has an ex that was like, had to golf every weekend and it became a thing. Anyway, but I looked at her and she looked at me and at the same time, she goes, I fucking hate golf. And I, as she was saying that, I was like, God, golf is lame. Like just from this commercial, we were both just like in disgust from watching this commercial. She's like, I'm so happy you don't play golf. I'm like I tr- I've tried. I just, it's not, it is not for me. Like, and. I've had people try to get me into it. Like, we'll go out, we'll fucking drink, we'll play nine holes, we'll play. Okay. That's not just, golf. I was just, <laughs> I was just bored. Yeah. Even with the drinking aspect of it. And yeah, I don't know. It's just not something that I care to even get remotely good at. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather get, like, good at pool. Because I actually like to play pool. Yeah. I'm not good. But I could see myself playing enough to get semi-decent. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you were like, hey, let's go shoot some pool. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And then like the next weekend, you'd be like, hey, let me want to shoot pool again. I'm like, yeah, I had a good time. Let's do it again. And as I find myself getting better, I'm like, now I'm hooked. Now I want to get good. I don't see that ever happening with me <laughs> with golf. <laughs> happening to me with golf. Like I, I, maybe it's the clothes. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Let me ask you something. Uh-huh. How long do you think the Chili Peppers have been a band? Um, if you had a guess, don't don't like think about it too long. Don't do the math. I'm gonna say third. No, I don't know. Like thirty eight years. That's a total guess. Really close. Forty years. So this year Dang. they are celebrating their 40th birthday, anniversary, whatever you want to call it, as a band. So they are older than I am. Which seems crazy. By quite a bit. They started in December of 1982. Can you believe that? How crazy is that? So do you do you really count like the the beginning? The amateur years? Yeah. Like the the big like uh, when they say we formed a band in this year, does that mean you're playing in a garage and nobody knew who you were? Well, I mean, I think you do. I mean, if it's still the same band, still the same idea, still the same goal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Another one, and I I don't know how much you know about this band, but it, it's when I. So I have a list of bands turning forty. 2023 this one caught me so off guard and then i had to think about it. i'm like they've been a band for a long time and it, i need but no fx actually yeah I, you know I who think, that is right i do i i think i could see that more than the chili peppers really yeah but if you if you look at some of the other bands on this list you'll go oh wait they don't fit in at all so some of the other bands on the list so no effects in the chili peppers the chili peppers wasn't a surprise to me but still a little bit is because they still feel like 
a younger band than some of the other bands on this list. So other bands turning 40 poison. <laughs> that makes sense. Autograph. Don't know who, you know who autograph is. is. No. You know that song radio. Turn up the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, bon Jovi, 40 years old. That makes sense. Megadeth. Makes sense. How about Cinderella? What do they sing? That's a good question. <laughs> I thought you were going to make fun of me for not knowing no, them. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is a great question. Let's find out. Hold on. Let's play some autograph first. Turn up the radio. Is the song called Turn Up the Radio? I don't it know. Is. is it? I like it. This was a hit, dude. Yeah. This is when hair metal uh-huh. ruled yep. the universe. Don't get it twisted. Here. Oh, shit. Look at these dudes. That is... Bros. That's the music video from that time, man. Wow. Look at those perms. Why do they have perms, man. Why do they all have perms? I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> the video's terrible. Okay. Let's get to the music, guys. Finally. Oh, shit. Minimal crowd. <laughs> at a high school dance. You're like, you hear the song, you're like, there better be a stadium of people. No, we're at someone's basement. <laughs> if I see one more firm, I'm going to flip out. I'm working hard, you're working too. We do it every day. Could be one of the worst opening lines to a song in the history of music. Uh, it's possible. Can I be honest? Why are we wearing like three ninja bandanas in the crowd? (laughs) That's a good hook. That's a good hook. Oh, yeah. Nobody's fool. Oh, I love this song. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here it is. Yeah. This is the Cinderella song. This song. I like this song. Were, was every video in this time 10 minutes long? Yeah, I think so. Get to the song, fellas. Well, it's got to be 10 minutes long because the music doesn't start until four minutes in. I kind of regret saying that I like this song. I, it's not great Watching so far. Video, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. Adult. Can you give me the chorus? Bad lyrics from this time period, huh? What's going on? I'm assuming they weren't writing.
That sounds like Alice Cooper. It does. <laughs> Cinderella. Look at how they look in this photo compared to that video we just watched. Wow. Who am I even looking at? <sighs> Striper. <laughs> Let's make it a three-peat. What's their big song? Can't remember. Aren't they? I think they're a Christian band. They are, yep. Oh, you knew that already. I did know that. Look at you. Dude, there are so okay, many so there are so many bands. There are so many bands from that time period that if you were you could tell me Oh for sure. They are whoever. I have no idea. And you could let yeah. me listen to it and I'd be like, okay. I I I have no idea. L C Hollywood Rose, that's a band. I don't know who that is. Rocker. From Cleopatra Cleopatra Records presents Hollywood Rose with their hit single. <laughs> Ooh, man. That can't be real. That's not real, right? That's not, there's no way that's they were real. Just, seriously, the music industry was just throwing out record contracts to the end. I can that tell. That sounded like this. What is this? Axel and Izzy before. Oh, so it's that was Axel. Really? Uh, yeah, that was Axel and Izzy from Guns N' Roses. Yes, it was their first band. Oh. Now this all is coming together. Wait. That song is not terrible. Do you say it's not terrible? That song wasn't that bad. That was it. Wasn't that good? No, it wasn't great. That's why they turned into Guns N' Roses. Clearly, LA Guns. Yeah, this song's cool. Man. Maybe they don't hold up as well as I thought they did. Dude. Dude. Everyone, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I'm like, maybe it wasn't that cool. All right. 40 years, man. 40 years. It's a long time. Yeah, well, dude, think about the Chili Peppers. Still still doing it. Still fucking Megadeth. Still fucking doing it. Good for them. Chili Peppers is I the only... I think, like... The, the Chili Peppers is the only what? one for me that, like, still... I mean, it's because I guess because they still put out music and stuff, but that feels relevant for being 40 years old. If that makes not, I, I don't mean to downplay any of the other bands, but I don't know. I guess it's just because they don't feel that old to me. No, me neither. No, when I saw that, I go, yeah, that makes sense. I, I know that they are because I know they've been around that long, but yeah, they don't. Well, they also don't. They're not. They were never like poison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they weren't they didn't have a sound they weren't a band that you felt like was a part of a trend. Yeah. No offense to Poison, but uh, you know you never. Which by the way, do you know the song "Runaway" by so Bon Jovi? Speaking of 40, 40 years, yeah. You know the song "Runaway" by them? Yeah. Have you ever heard the ending where Bon Jovi's literally just not saying words? He's just hitting high notes for the fuck of it, just to for them to be there. No, is that you know like what I'm a, talking about? No, is that a video or is that a? Well, it's yeah. There's a video for the song. It was like a single. It was their. I think it was their first. 
semi-successful single. Here, hold on. Let me get to the hook. You'll know what it is. You the were, cheesiest shit. Hey, if, if, somebody, if, if somebody took him and isolated him out of this music video and just and somebody just showed you a picture and said, who is this? Could you say that was Bon Jovi? Oh, I could for sure. I don't think I could. Really? Yeah. You don't like his perm, bro? She's a little runaway. He still always had a good sound. You're right here, right here, right here. <laughs> so it's like, hey, Bon Jovi, can you hit those high notes? Yeah, I got them. I got them, bro. Don't worry. It gets worse. <laughs> what are you saying, bro? Is that where the darkness got it from? He said nothing there. He said, syllable, 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 run away. That's all he said. I like that song. Is that where the darkness got it from? Clearly inspired by yeah. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Which, by the way, did I ever send you videos like the singer of the darkness does these reaction videos now? Uh-uh. Where he talks about the industry and stuff. Uh-uh. So it's it's interesting because what he does, the title is always controversial but he never does what the title says. So he'll do like machine gun. Kelly is ruining rock music, but he'll never actually say that and never actually make that point in the video. So it's just, like he's it's just trying just, to get people clickbait. to get, click on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the definition of click. Not a bad idea. It he's, is, but it's also interesting because he actually knows what he's talking about. Like he kind of gets it. Yeah. Like he'll have a guitar while he's talking and he'll like break down songs and he'll play with them and, but it's usually like he's never really negative. Like he's always, for the most part, complimentary to a lot of these artists. It's very interesting. The huh. first time I found it, it was it was one of those titles where it was like shitting on somebody. And I was like, wait a minute, is that the dude from I'm like, oh my God, it is. And I remember clicking on it. I got about 10 minutes in, and I'm like, wait a minute. He likes the band. What is he even doing? Like, <laughs> where where does the turn happen? When does he take the turn? Yeah. It's very interesting. Well, to me, because I'm a music nerd. But yeah. Justin Hawkins. Dude, I used to work with a guy. This is back when I was bore tending. And um, we would always go, dude, we would all get fucking drink at work and then go to 3 a.m. bars because our bar wasn't open until 3 a.m. <laughs> we would go to this gay bar in the Grove that always had karaoke. And I worked with this guy that I w- would always do, I believe, in a thing called Love by the Darkness. <laughs> and man, bro, I'm telling you. He get it. He get it. Nail it. Nice. Nail it. Nice. Nail it. At a gay bar. <laughs> At a gay bar. <laughs> he was the bell of the ball. Let's just say that. Nice. And he wasn't gay. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like, so like he does this. Uh, let me see if I can find a better one. Yeah. I don't want to have to look too long. Fuck it. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm sick of shit like this. That's the title. 
There has been a backlash to Sam Smith's new song and music video, I'm Not Here to Make Friends. Now I want to know what this says fully. Good day to you, one and all. Uh, I don't usually react to pop or mainstream, in quotes, music very often, but since it's causing a bit of a stir, I thought I'd see what all the fuss is about. I actually don't know that song. What's the What's the controversy? Do you know? Nope. Let's find out. See how quickly we can get through this. And this is Justin Hawkins' Rides Again. Now, here, how comes he's wearing that snazzy shirt with all the crystal bits on the shoulder? Well, I'm thinking about it's wearing it on stage I've, I've already given Glasgow. up. Where are we again? Don't throw. I can't. Oh, I can't. Uh, it's the arena in Glasgow. Oh, I'm really excited. I, can't I love do Glasgow anyway. And another thing I love it's is... just talking. Sam, stop. Okay, now I'm starting to see the... Uh, but I used to have one just like this. Um, I wore it for the MTV. He's just, God, that's boring. Okay, most of the videos that I've seen haven't been like that. So this is the controversial song and video. No, I'm not here to make friends, yeah. Cause I'm not here to make friends. I need a lover. I need a lover. What is I mean what what what's the statement being made here? What what is this uh, music video about? Why? I mean, I don't know. Like what is he going for? I don't understand. It feels to me to be pretty trendy for guys to be dressing more feminine. Like what's his name? Harry Styles does that a lot. Yeah. And I like him. I like his music. It's really good pop music. That song wasn't bad. I don't like the lyrics. I think the lyrics are fucking cornball as shit. Um, that that hook wasn't. I like that hook. And he's a great fucking singer. Yeah, Sam Smith. Yeah, fucking phenomenal. I don't know. I don't care. But when I see shit like that, I'm like, whatever. Like, fine. <laughs> I I, I read that. Like, I'm not gonna sit through the whole video, most likely. But if that song comes on, I'm somewhere. I'm like, okay. Whatever. I would imagine like if I'm at a bar and someone plays that on the jukebox, I'm not going to be angry. I would imagine you're probably going to be like in a Hollister or something if you're hearing that song. I hear that at the gym. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's probably the first place that I heard it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but the gym I go to plays top 40. So oh, I see. Yeah. Not a bad song. I don't, and again, the video, what it's going for, who fucking knows, man. He's trying to make a statement. I, I, it is what it is. I don't care. Whatever his statement is, doesn't bother me. I just, the older I get and the more people bitch about stuff like that, the less I care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's something that just people dogpile on you for something, I'm just like, I'm not going to join the crowd. Like just do what you do. You know, I don't know when that turned. Maybe it's, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a dad. I, I just, because I look, I'm just wondering 20 years down the road. If my son goes, dad got a new music video and that's the music video. I have to be supportive. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't an honest answer. You just gave, <laughs> you're going to get us shut down. Now you do have to be supportive. You do. Now, obviously, that comes with its challenges, but you got to be supportive. My, I guess, I guess, my thought is when it comes, to, like, say that one in general. Uh, yeah, a lot of money probably went into making that music video, and I don't know what that. Like, do you think there are people out there that are saying this is the best music video I've ever seen? Like, do you, I don't? 
I, I understand. That I mean, there, I understand. There's a line where it's just like, okay, it's not for me. Walk, walk away, move on. But I don't know. It's just that's not a bad music video from the production value and sort of like. That's all I'm saying. I know fans, a lot of money was put into it. I I get that. Well, yeah. but I'm also saying like who his music is marketed to. Okay. They are gonna they're gonna love that shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Again, I just don't. I don't. Know, I don't fucking care. Do what you do. I, it's and you do realize that when you're a male artist and you dress like that and you make a statement like that, it's only helping you. Look at Lil Nas X. Look at Harry Styles. Look at anybody that does that. You gotta. You gotta take chances. You gotta. You gotta be a little risque. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah. Lil Nas X was a little weird in that scenario, though, right? Like that he. Why was it weird? I don't know. I just. I feel like from how he started, unless I'm wrong on how he started, I don't know. It just feels like it's different. From- it's different that he. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. He owns one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best videos on YouTube ever. Have you ever seen when he pulled up to do, what was the song called? Country Road? Country Road. Went to an elementary school. Old old Town Road. Old Town Road. Yeah. What did I say? Country Road? Yeah. I was going to say, that's a different song. I'm a fucking loser. (laughs) He pulled up to an elementary school and these kids freak the fuck. Have you, you've never seen this? Uh uh-uh. uh. Dude, he performs for these kids. He's clearly, he's got a mic, but they're, they're playing it from a karaoke machine, a karaoke machine all the way in the back of the gym. Like, dude, come on. We got to watch it now. It makes me <laughs> so happy. It's seriously, well, Nas X at elementary school. It's like, Top three favorite videos of all time on the internet for me. Oh, so fucking good. Watch these kids freak the fuck out. So they know he's coming, right? Like they, they're just excited because they know he's coming. I don't think they know. I don't think they know. Maybe they do. But maybe not. I mean, they were screaming before he he walked in the door. So like right now, they're like, there he is. But wait till the song hits. Watch the like the kids in front fucking dancing and like getting it. It's dude, it's the best. Also, look at all the kids who have no idea what's happening. That's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. Look at this kid getting it. This kid the gray right here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Seriously makes me so happy. That was that's pretty amazing. I don't know why. That's pretty amazing. I, don't know why. I can't believe you haven't seen that. I haven't. Uh-uh. How many views does that have? That has Oh yeah, that was uploaded by somebody else. So I guess like the original one that went viral just like blew the fuck up. Gotcha. Like it was on like Good Morning America and like Dang. Yeah, like Yeah. Ellen played it and Hmm. I go down so many YouTube rabbit holes. So is, he, is he still under fire with like the whole shoe thing and all that? Or is that gone now? What the blood thing or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of things I never cared about. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I think that 
I think that has come and gone. Yeah, I think he's okay. Okay. I think he's moving on to the new whatever it's going to be. But speaking of YouTube rabbit holes, I did go down one uh, because someone posted on Facebook. I follow this account on Facebook. It's like 80s and 90s movies where they just kind of, hey, go, hey, remember this one? Have you ever seen the movie Judgment Night? We've talked about this before. And I think it was simply for the soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Top three soundtracks of all time. Yeah. But it's nothing but rock and hip hop collabs. Yeah. That's the entire soundtrack. Yeah. Um, so I went down a rabbit hole when I saw that and I was like, oh, let me listen to that soundtrack. And then I just started searching out rock and hip hop collaborations. And there are a ton and there are a lot that you forgot about. You're like, oh, shit, that did happen. I fucking forgot about that. What are some of your favorites? If you could think about it and know them. Uh, I mean, well, you're a big Lincoln Park fan. Yeah, I was going to say that that's going to be yeah, that's, the collaboration. That's going to be my first one is going to be that whole album, that Collision Course album. Um, Favorite song from that? Uh, I would have to look. I don't I don't have on on top of my head. What's it called? Collision Course? Yeah. yeah. I think it's the one that's um lying from you and I don't know what the song I think it's called Lying from You, right? Lying my way from Yeah. But I don't remember what this wanna... dirt off your shoulder. Ooh, yeah, that's it. That's a good yep. one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's it. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of that shit. This is a good one for sure. Yeah, this was such a great record. And what a good idea on their and Jay-Z's part to do this. I ordered a yeah. Frappuccino. Where's my fucking Frappuccino? <laughs> All right, let's do this. When I pretend everything is what I want it to be I look exactly like what you had always wanted to see When I pretend I can forget about the criminal I am Still a second after second just cause I know I can But I can't pretend this is the way it'll stay I'm just I can't pretend Do you think One thing I always uh, Go ahead Real quick question Do you think that any two artists Or a band and an artist or whatever can make it like make these songs go together this well. You know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it almost <laughs> just like looks, it, it sounds like they merge so well, just the songs in general. Yeah. Like, because then that no. not much changed at all from either song. And even the, even no. the, uh, like the, the speed of Mike Shinoda singing or talking or rapping or whatever, he didn't change anything. It all just flowed together. No. Yeah, I mean, it was a great record. It was, it was, yeah, it worked really well. I think uh, some of the songs they had to kind of, you know, some changes happen, but this one for sure, everything stayed the same. I'm who you want me to be, so I. Pimp, nigga, gone, brush your shoulders <laughs> off. Ladies, pimps, too, gone, brush your shoulders <laughs> off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told you, kid. Turn up your shoulders, I'll probably go with the yard, probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things, that go with the push. His vocals sound so good over there. They too, do. Dude. He's got such a good tone. I used to, like, I remember early Jay Z, I was all, I, like, I appreciated him. I was never, like, crazy. Crazy into Jay, like crazy fan. I had friends that were, 
But as he progressed and he started doing shit like this and he did like his unplugged set, I was like, oh, dude, Jay-Z's like, I just always kind of, I don't know. I had like a, I don't know. I had, well, maybe it was because I was a Tupac fan, like Die Hard. And you have beef with Tupac. I, I ain't, I'm not riding with you. But like, I was yeah. like, I changed my mind on him. But like, dude, just listen to his, the tone of his voice over this music. It's Feeling like my hand was false Middle finger to the law Nigga gripping my balls Said the ladies they love me From the bleachers they screaming All the ballers is bouncing They like the way I be leaning All the rappers be hating Off the track that I'm making Yeah, that's a good one What else you got? I mean, the easiest one to That anyone would probably say Would be the Aerosmith and Run DMC Walk This Way I'm not gonna do it That's lame Okay I, Well, I'm saying that was the easiest <laughs> The easiest one I mean, it's it's a very important one yeah. It's an important so, one, so for sure. One, one you had mentioned was, uh, to me before the show, was Gorillaz uh, yeah. and Clint Eastwood. I didn't know. I mean, that was my introduction to the to Gorillaz was that sure. song. And I mean, sure. because that's what blew him up, right? But I didn't know there was a collaboration there. I just thought that was Gorillaz. No, so that has Del the Funky Homo Sapien on it. And he is he so just dude, a, is he just an art a musician on his own or is he part of something? He's a hip hop. He's a hip hop artist. Okay. Okay. How do you you listen to Aesop and shit and you don't know who Dell is? I mean, it's surprising to me. Oh. Surprising and hurtful to me at the same I time. I apologize. You should. Here's one of my favorites. So this is the other thing. So the Judgment Night soundtrack, and then there was the CD that came out. Two thousand maybe. It's called Loud Rocks. I hate the album cover. It's terrible. Don't, don't pay no attention to this, what's going on. But a ton of good fucking collabs on this. This is... Up in the hot tub, bubbly, spot love, punish me, don't stop. Watch the pun get wicked when I stick it, even look be like, don't stop, get it, get it. I don't want to be a does that sound like Brandon to you? Yeah, I I would get it, but that, I mean that's very raw music. Yeah, when this first came out, I was like, "That's Brandon." Like I was I was sort of taken aback by the way he sounded. It, yeah, even when I listen to it now, I'm like, it sounds like him, but it kind of doesn't. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's a good one. Yeah. That one, and then there is this one from the same record. Your boys in Sugar Ray. Nice. They teamed up with the Alcoholics. This is a great fucking song. You're probably not even gonna know that this is Sugar Ray. Probably this not. one I'm gonna let play longer. I knock him, knock him out the park with another rap to hit him bumps. I'm a frog and not a frog. I step on runs and don't do stunts. I got soul power, never took a cold shower. Now I got 20 holes the color of cooking flour. You can call me sleazy because my rhymes are kind of greasy. I used to have a girl, now everybody want to tease me like a kung fu flick. Sticky winded dick. You know who the alcoholics are? No. You ever listen to any? Uh-uh. No. No. Check them out. 
with my toothpick, tell them homicide. Like I like holes and clothes, but like I'm better in the sheets. I rock more beats than Jesse Owens ran track meets. Amazing feet, whoop that happen every day. So the time period. The day, bring his ass out the play. I weigh 190, but I'm fat. I kick up dust when I bust like I got the lick with crew. It shook away too. It's like a show, knock a home and crack another brew. Make room. Sugar Ray. First time I heard that, I was like, that's 311. I that's was going to say that. Yeah. Yes, that sounds yeah. just like him. Yeah. Maybe they were going for a 311 song. Maybe. Great song. It's Love good. that one. Good. So here's one that, so this is from Judgment Night. So do you even know who the band Teenage Fan Club is? Nope. So alternative grunge-ish band from the 90s. They did a song with De La Soul for this fucking soundtrack. It, it sounds nothing like their music, but it's such a good song. And you're going to listen to this and go, who's the rock band? <laughs> what rock band is involved in this? And I want to say that this song did the ending credits of the movie. Pretty sure, if I remember correctly. Forgot it has a long intro. Full of fame, but look what you're doing now. I know, well I know, I lost touch with reality. Now my personality is an unwanted commodity. Are you a De La Soul fan? Eh. Because this is very specific. Uh-huh. This, this is very yeah. De La Soul. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, I used to be Mr. Steve you have to be the mic a De La Soul fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, really yeah. 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 I guess, guess maybe Oscar good. Goldman got mad because I got loose circuits. So loose. I be so the mother goose with it's, the it's, eggs. It's the vibe of that. I mean, it's that, that hip-hop vibe there of that time, though. Like, like kind of like a Bismarcky, you know, like all yep. that. all that. It's very era. De La Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those are, what did I play? Three, three of my top ones. Think about this, dude. I'm telling you, you know who else? The Limp Biscuit Rollin' Remix with DMX, Method Man, Red Man. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Fucking such a good song. Play the fucking track. Play that Beat fucking track. We gotta get recipes. I actually, I, I heard, happy I heard. Birthday, happy birthday, Method Man. I love everyone else in the song, but we gotta do DMX. Rest in peace. What were you gonna say? Uh, yeah. Um, I heard this version a lot when I was in high school. Yeah. So much that, like, when I would actually hear the original song. The rest of the stuff like DMX's barking and stuff like that would pop in my head while Rolling's playing. Oh yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ. Oh, 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 oh,
It'll be like your man trying to hold your brain to your head. But you'll be shitting on yourself because you you're already, already dead. dead. And at the funeral, you won't need a casket. Uh, I'm leaving just enough for them uh, to stop. Dude, think about how different things were. Like, he. Think about some of the shit that dude used to say in his rhymes. Yeah. Think about where we are now. How, like. Dude, he. Dude, that song right there. That's a good one. Hey, that song right there, Let's Go. Do you know that song? What is it called? That Let's Go. Oh, yeah. Featuring Big Dean Twist. That was such a good song. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's a great song. We're not going to listen to it, though, because it's not a rock and hip-hop class. <laughs> uh, we can listen to it. Nah. So, other one for me is the... So, from that Judgment Night soundtrack, um, Onyx teamed up with Biohazard and redid Slam. So good. Do you know what song I'm talking about? I don't think so. Dude, Onyx, like, I remember uh, <laughs> this kid I knew had an Onyx hoodie, right? And I remember walking up to him. Dude, I was, God, I don't know how old. I was so young. But I remember walking up to him like, hey, man, where'd you get that hoodie? I want to get one. I love Onyx. He goes, bro, you can't wear. He just looked at me. He didn't know him. He goes, bro, you can't wear an Onyx hoodie. And he just walked away from me. I was like, all right, see you later. Let's get talking to you. And you you understood <laughs> probably I right did. there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of got it. He's, he's, a, got he's it, very intense. You get it. Yeah. Some of my favorites. But yeah, the Judgment Night soundtrack, dude. So many. And that Loud Rocks, Loud Rock CD, man. There were some on there where I was like, that is questionable. <laughs> Why'd they do that? But what can you do? Yeah, there was one, uh, Wu Tang and System of a Down. Yeah, you had mentioned that to me. What what I don't know that one. I don't want to say it because I, you know, it involves the N-word a lot. Oh, okay. Surge was saying it, and I was like, "Ooh, oh really? Move. Okay, yeah." Again, the time that would not oh, dude, fly static these X days. And dead prez. Oh, nice. yeah, times. Totally sounds like Static X. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's 
music when it hit you feel no pain white folks it controls your brain yeah it's a good one too all right man anyway yeah i went down a rabbit hole i gotta watch that movie i can't find that movie anywhere judgment night really can't find it anywhere yeah it's weird It was one of those ones that I had. Uh, dude, like, made me a bunch of bootleg DVD movies or DVDs with movies that were. He's like, "Hey, what do you want me to make you? I can get you whatever you want." It's like I started naming all these Judgment Night and fucking Rad and like all these movies like you can't fucking find. But anyway, what else you got? Want to get out of here? Um, I think that's it. I was holding on too tight, and I was trying.